Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season four of the Diggy A2 podcast. I am still your host, Rob D, aka Rob Diggy, BKA Rob Dean, the place to be, or otherwise known now as the real Rob Diggy on IG. Y'all know what it is. This is season four. This is the opener. I cannot believe that we have gotten this far in this journey. There are so many people that I want to thank. Um, it's a laundry list of individuals, but one of the main two that come to my mind is my queen, Jessica. Thank you, babe, for everything you've done for me, pushing me through this difficult summer. Um, if anybody knows, it was a rough summer for me, uh, mentally, uh, spiritually, it was just rough, but I got through it. And another shout out goes out to my dad as well, too. Uh, happy birthday to my dad. So, dad, I know you're watching today. Uh, our season premiere is on your birthday. So in honor of you, my good sir, my dad. We're going to celebrate with a little bit of hand dog because you know how we do on this platform because around here uh, on the DGA2 podcast, uh, we got us, us here a little henny, hen, hen, and y'all know the rest. Y'all know how that goes. Every season we celebrate with a little bit of hand dog. This one's for you, dad. Happy birthday. And this week we're going to be kicking our season off with our 16 week semester of the new millennium. Now the new millennium is hip hop between the years of the year 2000 to 2009. That is the focus of the next 16 weeks. So you all hold on to your hats. You all see what the background drop is behind me. We're starting with the first lady of the Rough Riders crew, EVE. Uh, Eve Jeffers is the government name. And I got a very special guest that I want to introduce uh, to the audience. So he goes by the name of Chuck Platinum. Now, Chuck Platinum has been around hip hop for many, many years uh, as an artist. As he just told me a little while ago, he is involved in all of the five elements of hip hop b boying, DJing, uh, graffiti, art, all of it you name it, he's there. He dropped an EP last year that I love a lot. That's called Let the Wolves Play. If you guys have not seen that, you're going to see the little logo pop up here. I want you all to go back. Go listen to it because if you consider yourself a hip hop head, you have not heard Let the Wolves Play EP that was dropped in 2020. You need to go back, do your homework, do your research, and listen to real hip hop. I'm talking about the real ruggedness, the authenticity of hip hop is what that EP is. And Chuck, I am so glad that you made that to remind all of us of what real hip hop is. Not saying that what hip hop is right now was not hip hop, but what you, your project, my good sir, is what hip hop is supposed to sound like. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Chuck in so you all can meet him. And uh, Chuck Platinum is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. What's good, Chuck? Introduce yourself to the audience, my good sir. What's happening? Yes, yes, sir. I am so proud and happy to be here. It's definitely an honor to be here. Um, my name is Chuck Platt, the hip hop evangelist, you know, um, hip hop historian. As my brother, my good brother said, Rob Diggy, he said, yo, listen, you know, all elements. So that's just me. Um, if you know hip hop, you know me. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people right. don't know, but I've been a very intricate part of this game. Um, just doing a lot of things behind the scenes. And now we're going more public with it, um, you know, putting the face to the name. So shout out to you for blessing me with your platform and um yeah shout out to y'all people and i appreciate you and having me on this platform it's real dope and uh you know talking to you behind the scenes and your wonderful wife you know right. i'd like to thank her um right. as well um jessica she she she's an angel 
she she she's a prominent figure as well right. and um I'm, I'm glad to you know meet both of y'all so we here brother man we appreciate it man we we appreciate the love chuck and uh you know you're one of the this is your first appearance on the platform ladies and gentlemen so we got a brand new fresh perspective which is what i always love about the dga2 podcast you don't know who's gonna show up who we're gonna meet um and that's what the the element of surprise is so one of the best parts of being a podcaster but this week's episode is about eve jeffers aka eeve the first lady of the rough riders crew we're letting ladies kick off the season this uh this go around and uh i got a couple of facts i want to get over first before we get into the discussion so eve is a four-time ascap award winner two-time bt award she does have one grammy one vma one soul train award and one time vh1 vogue fashion award winner now when it comes to eve in the 2000s she made nine movies you guys so eve made the transition into hollywood which we're going to jump into here in a little bit uh she was in the barbershop series movies she was on the sitcom uh self-titled called eve as well from 2003 to 2006 on the upn network very successful show a very funny sitcom as well too uh but the albums that we're going to fo focus on for this episode is scorpion released in march of 2001 some of the joints that i picked off of there from this week's uh, studies was cowboy who's that girl let me blow your mind produced by mr dr dre got what you need featuring Dragon, and uh, i gotta mm -hmm. tell you guys uh drag on is, is extremely slept on his lyrical ability and lyrical skills yeah shout out to drag i'm just gonna put that out there you guys if you heard drag on when he's in his bag you ain't stopping drag on i, I just want to put that out and there. Still, that track, still got uh bars. gangsta bitches featuring the brat and miss trina uh that's what it is featuring styles p Produced by Dr. Dre. And another one that I liked was uh, Thug in the Street featuring Drag On Again and The Locks. That was released in March of 2001. One time platinum album. And then the next year in August 2002, she released uh, Evolution, which was a gold album. Uh, had Gangsta Lovin' on there featuring Alicia Keys, Irresistible Chick, which is one of the smoothest uh, songs I think she ever put out. Real smooth, real uh, classy with it, with the rhythm and the flow. I love that. Uh, Satisfaction is a good one, but my favorite song off the album is Double R What featuring Jada and Styles P. She bodies that. That is, to me, a Rough Riders anthem, uh, one of the Rough Riders anthems that literally solidifies uh, what it's like to be in that crew. So that is the premise, ladies and gentlemen, of our conversation about Eve. And uh, I'm going to pass the mic over to Chuck for this one. And uh, Chuck, give me your interpretation of what Eve means to hip hop culture. Eve is, um, she's a staple, you know what I'm saying? She's definitely um, one of the prominent MCs. She was around DMX, yep. you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, she was coached by DMX. DMX believed in her. She was with the Locks. She was with Cassidy. She was yep. with Lawson, you know what I'm saying? She was with, you know, all, all you got to think about when you think about Eve, you got to think about the Rough Riders. You right. know, um, the Rough Riders wasn't just a rap crew or a rap brand. Yeah, Rough Riders was and still is one of the biggest organizations in the world. Right. Rough Riders is prominent. Right. Like when you see, you see Double R, like you see the Wu Tang symbol. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, what it symbolizes. 
So when you when you speak of somebody like Eve, you have to put her up there just off of the strength of that um, as one of a top tier. I won't even disrespect her and say female MCs. When she's in her bag, she's one of the dopest lyrical MCs and she got style. She was sexy. You know yep. what I'm saying? She right. had sex appeal, but she wasn't she wasn't um you know flaunty sex appeal like yeah. a little Kim. She wasn't out there. She just she had the she was the around the way girl, Philly chick, real right. dope. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, you know, she her lyrical being around the locks and being around all of those um prominent MCs, you could tell that she had a, you know, a lot of influence around her. So when, when when you speak of Eve's name, you have to definitely uh, put some respect on her name because she's one of the she's definitely one of the top the top tier you know MCs in the game. Word. I, I would I would completely agree with that, Chuck. And I'm gonna add to it. So Eve, if, if anybody knows the story of Eve, Eve started out as a stripper. So she Eve did. was a stripper first, and she was founded by Mace. Uh, Mason Betha, uh, who saw her in the strip club and was like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, you got so much talent. Why are you doing this? So that's what transformed her getting off the stage and going into music. And then she met, you know, uh, Swiss Beats and the story goes on from there. But my point being is it doesn't matter where you start. It matters where you ended up. And now where right. she is in her life from where she started uh, is just a tremendous story. And, and, and I use that as a testament to tell uh, young men or young ladies that are in a rough spot right now, doing what you got to do to get by, things will get better. That's that's the that's the premise I'm trying to get behind that. But Believe when it that. comes to Eve, man, like I think Eve is dope. Always always thought Eve was dope. And you think about what you mentioned, Chuck. Her sparring partners, you know, out of Rough Riders, DMX. You, know, you got Drag on. Uh, you got Sheik Luke. You got Styles P. You got Jada Kiss, who was a lyrical and she monster. Had a I mean, like you know what I'm saying. When you sparring partners with people like that. Your game has to be up here. Like you got to be top tier to be on there. And she represented Rough Riders for the fullest. But one of the things that I will give her a notch uh, off of is she just to me. And I want to get your thought about this, Chuck. To me, I don't think she has a classic album in her catalog. Um, and I listened right. to her albums all this week, and I was like, she got some great singles here and there. Right. But when you talk about a complete body of work, I don't think she right. has that in her right. catalog, uh, which is kind of right. sad to say, compared to some of her other female counterparts. We've heard a lot of right. albums from other female MCs, um, but I don't think she has a classic album. I think some of the albums are kind of feel like a little bit R&B-ish. Uh, like, for right. instance, my lot, when I listen to Evolution this week, she tried to dabble a little bit into the R&B. I mean, which is great. Mm -hmm. If you want to pivot and go that way, that's great. Right. But it didn't, it didn't really right. stick. And then right. what happens is, you know, if you can't uh, necessarily, you know, get to the people in that way, a lot of rappers go to Hollywood. So she went to Hollywood, mm -hmm. made movies. She was on a TV mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, is what stands her apart from the rest of the females in in her same uh in her same era she was able to pivot right. and get on tv and still be relevant exactly. you know what i'm saying right. like so i think that's great man so what are your what are your thoughts about that chuck about her essentially leaving music behind to pursue mm -hmm. acting uh and how was that um you know was that you know well accepted from the hip-hop community or what were you hearing right. up in new york about her pivoting you know during that time off of music and then going off to hollywood to make uh movies and tv shows and things of that nature 
Yeah, so I'm a, I'm gonna go back because you you asked a lot of great questions. So I'm gonna go back to your original question about her having a classic album. Um, I would definitely agree. She did. When you think about classic albums, um, you got to think about impact. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. Um, and although she had some dope singles, uh, it's not she's not a conversation of today yeah. you understand what i'm saying yeah and to you know it, it, and this goes into your next question which is a nice segue um the thing is is that she just you know once once she stopped with rough riders and rough riders kind of went into another direction you know yeah. after you know unfortunate um things that that accident with d Right. You know what I'm saying? Happening, right. you know, that that changed a lot um, because they were the foot soldiers. They was yes. going into the hoods. They was listening to drag. They was they was going out. They was the scouts. Right. So the sound right. of Rough Riders was discovered because DNY was out there doing what they was doing. Um, but she to her, she didn't she didn't develop her sound. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? It, it yeah. some some people in the game, some people get it the first time. You know, some people may get it their second time. I think that she didn't give herself the opportunity to really develop her music. Um, maybe because she was used to having that kind of uh support yep. in the music. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and you know, we was we were still receiving Eve, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what you up? know, when you go back to Love is Blind, and, you know, that song alone. That song alone. You know alone. what I'm saying? Yeah. To write about DV and to be brave enough to write about DV, you know, that was, you know, a brave thing for her to do. You know, uh, that sure. was probably one of her most impactful Absolutely. Um, songs. Facts. You know, Facts. Um, Facts. and, uh, you know, transitioning into her, you know, movie career. You know, she did what she was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Light did voiceovers. She found yep. her niche, yep. um, you know, doing voiceovers for very prominent award shows and places like that. She, you know, utilized her vocals to be able to uh, get her in another direction. Latifah went into movies early, Juice yep. and all of that. Yeah. You know, moving on to making movies with Steve Martin. And, you know, she, she did what, you know, all MCs and all rappers should do. You know yep. what I'm saying? It's, yep. it's it's a natural transition. Art, movies, fashion, it all goes together. Yeah. So, you know, proud of her. Black woman, her show's name was her name. Her name. You know? That's true. That's and it was a it was a good show. It's still playing on TV on it reruns. Is. No doubt. You know? No doubt. And no doubt. um, you know, I mean, she's still She's she's she may not be as relevant in the music game right now, but she's she will always be relevant in, in hip hop. So yeah, it yeah. that was that was a good look all the way around. And you know, with the movie, she went even bigger with barbershop. So, you know, these are even if her music is not a forever staple, whatever art that she did to get her to be a staple, like barbershop is gonna be yeah. forever, you know, things like that. Yo, yeah, man, I'm I'm all lot. for it. 
Yeah, she's done a lot. She was on the uh, the talk show. Uh, I think it was mm -hmm. called the talk actually. That that morning yeah. show with Julie Chen right. and um, I think it was with the I forgot the other lady's name, but the, the, the Kelly Clarkson. I forgot, but anyway, yeah. it was one of those yeah. morning shows. She was on there for a little bit, so yeah. she's done she's right. done a lot in and around the industry, which I think is great, which keeps her relevant, keeps her out there. And then you know, so here is a thing I want to talk to you about. Uh, mm -hmm. Chuck is yep. the backlash. So I feel, and this is just my opinion about this, I feel that hip hop turned its back on Eve. And here's why I'm going right. to set the premise on that. Because when I saw Eve in the versus battle today, <laughs> actually, mm -hmm. I'll do my homework today, uh, right. when she was battling against Trina, uh, she didn't, one, she didn't look prepared. She didn't look like she was ready. Now, Eve, if you watch this, I'm not bashing you, my mom. I'm not bashing you. I'm just telling you how I saw it, right? So I didn't look like you were prepared. It didn't look like you were, um, she, she didn't feel like she was feeling the energy of the crowd. And I think that with that, her being away from hip hop from so long, she was forgetting a lot right. of her lyrics. And right. were, when you look at Trina, you know, Trina was on point. Like Trina was good. And I don't know who won or, you know, I didn't see the rest of the, the second half of the battle today. But my right. point is, if hip hop turned his back on Eve, now mind you, Eve's husband, if you all did not know this, is a gentleman yeah. uh, by the name of Maximilian Cooper. Yeah. Maximilian yeah. Cooper is a multi-millionaire uh, race car driver over in uh, mm -hmm. overseas. He's worth sixty yeah. million dollars. So some could say that you know what, um, Eve went Hollywood. Eve went go to marry a rich white guy who's got four kids and went that route and turned her completely right. back. On where she come from so how do you feel about that chuck is that is that a good look or a bad look in her favor um in her favor she can do whatever she wants to do in her life you know what i'm saying um that doesn't have anything i don't i don't utilize that to you know judge who she chose to be happy with you know right. what i'm saying because right. we ain't we ain't there you know she's eve you know what i'm saying right. if she chose to marry that brother obviously she's happy because they're still together right and gumball 3000 is dope i want to do it you know what i'm saying i'm crazy right <laughs> I, that is crazy now that's some driving you know what i mean so right. <laughs> you know i i feel like you know on that level she didn't turn her back i think the fact is is that you know as with all our queens you know, they have their time. And I believe that with who she was with, that was her time. I yeah. think, you know, with X going in his directions, unfortunately, with the law, you know, the locks finding their way, building D block and, right. you know, everybody, you know, Kaz working with Swiss and Swiss getting up there as a producer, working yeah. with Beyonce and all, you know, everybody just kind of went in their directions and Eve had the you know, she had to find her way, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, she was going through a lot of her times and trying to figure out who she was. And, you know, if she found somebody that completed her and made her happy, I, I root for the sister. You know what I'm right. saying? And, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, she's a human being first. And I think that sometimes as as um, fans, we need to respect the fact of the differences that, you know, when the curtains close, you know, she's still a woman right. and she still has her personal needs and desires. And if that man makes her happy, I come from, you know, an army family as well. Right. So my tra family travel. Yeah. 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 You know, so my family right. travel all over the world, which means that different races were married into and, 
you know, we love everybody. You know, right, our man. blood is all red. So, right. you know, I mean, you know, that that's how I feel about it. I, I cheered the sister on and she didn't turn her back on hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I think that hip hop didn't turn her back on her either. I think it's just the times, man. Yeah. I think that if you're just not tapped into the culture, you know, like Hove is tapped in, but he ain't tapped in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but he's tapped in. But if yeah. you're tapped out, people are going to move on. You know, yeah. we have a whole different infrastructure. Some artists are afraid. I've worked with legendary people that didn't know how to do, you know, certain things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because True. of the times. So, you know, some people can adapt and some people can. And maybe she, you know, who knows if she wanted to, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think that's an awesome point. Um, and, you know, just to go back to your uh, previous point about love is blind, I think that, that that goes right into what you were talking about. You know what I mean? Like, she found love. It just so happened he's a millionaire. Some people may call that what it is, but I agree with you. I actually agree with you on that. I mean, you find love where you find it. If he makes her happy, that's good. If But I think that when it comes to her career, she can do whatever the hell she wants. She's Eve. She's a queen. She's, you know she's, I mean? she's, she's a, a queen. queen. Yep. You know what I mean? So to me, it doesn't matter. That's why she gets a feature on this platform because of her contributions to hip hop. Um, and not only out of side of hip hop, but other ways to be successful um, outside right. of the hip hop genre as well. Correct. Which brings me to my last question that you have hinted around uh, or danced yes. around in our entire conversation. So. <laughs> so you know, shout out to my uh, my hip hop uh, my hip hop Facebook group Triple H U Hip Hop Heads Unite. Shout out to you guys for always supporting the brother on those debate Wednesdays. So this week's debate Wednesday was about Eve, and uh, you know I asked I posed a question out there and I said, look, if there is a Mount Rushmore for female MCs, does Eve get her face chiseled onto that? Uh, piece of granite. So that was a question that was posed. Now, most of the group said no, but there were a couple of folks that said yes. And Chuck, I want to know what your take is on this. Do you think Eve is in the top four of female MCs of all time? If so, why? If not, why? Um, I would say no. I would say no because again i'll bring that point up is her underdevelopment right as far as her artistry is concerned we didn't get to see who she was gonna develop into as an artist you know what i'm yeah. saying and you know when you bring up a trina trina's consistency yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. even if it's in her market and she got the trina rock stars yeah. They still know who she is. They still you rocking. understand what Word. I'm saying? She's Word. still rocking. Trina's still active, you know? So when we talk about activity, when we talk about, you know, hip, uh, Latifah was just rhyming with K Slay. You understand Word. what I'm saying? Word. MC Light still got bars. You know what I'm saying? You know, these people are still, you know, doing their thing. So I think that the only reason why Eve would be not chiseled in is because of her not being tapped into the culture as 
she should be because of who she is, because she's Eve. You know what I'm saying? She should be out there performing more. Maybe she did feel uncomfortable and insecure on those stages because of that. You understand what I'm saying? Trina's out there. She's still doing performances. She's still got to perform her songs. Has Eve, when the last time Eve been on tour, when the last time she probably did a show, she probably came out of her palace of where she's at in her dwellings and they asked her to do it and she did it because Swiss is involved and you know who knows why you know yeah. what I'm saying I would have did it you know what I'm saying but yeah. you know just like Dipset respectfully they wasn't prepared for the locks you know what I'm saying yeah, like I mean, if we want to bring <laughs> if we want to bring we got to bring the Rough Riders in right they wasn't prepared so you brought up a valid point with Eve um, not being prepared for the the the, the match, and some yeah. people come out swinging, and some people get swung on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I think just in that in that instance, you know, our girl got swung on, but it doesn't stop her from being the greatest, one of the greatest. She just doesn't get the Mount Rushmore great. And I would agree with you, Chuck. I actually agree with you. I actually agree. Uh, no no gripes or complaints for me. I think that Eve is significant to the hip-hop culture she's significant to female mcs she's significant to all women across the world but when we're talking about the top of all time i can't give her that nod but i got much love and respect for her craft and how she was able to pivot um into other areas of entertainment so not to put herself in a box and say that i'm just a rapper or i'm just right you know what i mean like right so much outside of that so much to me that to me is more impactful than her being an MC, to be honest, Chuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like for her to be able to go into different fields, uh, to do touring or not do touring, but to do shows, to do TV. Shows, like right. there's other ways to impact yeah. the culture. Hollywood you know is Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood is, is Hollywood, Hollywood, man. You can't, yeah. You you, you know she made it with where a lot of women aspiring to be yes. there. Absolutely. Got, she got there and passed it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I agree man. with so, you, brother. Absolutely. So we we give love to Eve. Uh, we share, uh, give her her crown, her, her flowers that she's due, her significance to the culture of hip hop. And that is why she is kicking off season four of the new millennium because of her contributions to hip hop. And you can hear, listen to right now. And let me blow your mind comes on and you hear that Dr. Dre beat and the way she comes into it. It's timeless. It's timeless. It's timeless. Yo, like she has timeless music. Uh, and with that being said, my good brother Chuck, we're going to start wrapping things up here on this particular yes, episode. And how we're going to wrap things up, if you all didn't know, we'll see the trailer that season four is going to be dedicated to the life and memory of Brianna Taylor. So every episode, we're going to do a chant for Brianna Taylor. Uh, and I'm going to have or uh, ask Chuck to raise his fist up in the air one time for me. And I'm going to say Justice 4. He's going to say Brianna Taylor three times. And we're going to give uh, paid respect and honor to Brianna Taylor. So one time, Justice for Brianna Justice for Brianna Taylor Justice for Brianna Taylor. Taylor Justice for Brianna Taylor Justice and I love to Brianna, Brianna. thank you to Brianna and what you've contributed to social injustice and yes. we've lost too many and what I will say Wait is on me. this platform we will never ever forget those that gave their lives for the cause and Brianna we love you mama rest in peace so with that being said Chuck we're going to open up for shout outs so Chuck Platinum 
Your first time, your first appearance on the DK2 platform. First, brother, thank you for being on and contributing to your hip-hop mind. You are definitely a mind that I want to challenge down the road. Hopefully, this won't be the last time I see you, man. But who your shout-outs going to, bro? Yeah, man, I just want to give a first shout out to God, man. I, I, you know, all of the blessings that's bestowed upon me, um, my parents, you know, DJ Butch SOS, my moms, you know, my siblings, grandmoms, the whole family. Um, definitely want to give a shout out to my BACG brothers, man. You know, it's all love to y'all. Got that home, bro, out right now. Go, go see that video. Um, but yo, man, just a shout out to my whole everybody, Facebook, my networks, everybody that supports Chuck Platinum, man. You know what I mean? That's that's love right there. Word, word. And if you all do not know, I'm going to have, uh, if you haven't noticed already, if you're watching the video on YouTube, I'm going to have Chuck Platinum's IG, his YouTube, whatever his links is to his music, you all tap in. Chuck is an anomaly in hip-hop right now and that's what we need we need somebody to remind us of what real hip-hop is and chuck platinum is doing just that so chuck thank you for your contributions to hip-hop and you are welcome back to this platform anytime my good brother i love to challenge that mind of yours uh, in the future for sure so uh my shout outs are actually short this week um to start us off for the season first off i want to say happy birthday to my dad uh love you pop uh this rings for you uh, and shout out to my queen, uh, Queen Jess, for everything that she does for me. Shout out to all my kids and grandkids. I love you all to death. Uh, but this week, uh, I'm dedicating this show uh, to Heather Johnson. Now, for those of you that don't know who Heather Johnson is, uh, I had a member of the Diggy A2 extended family, J-Bone of the J-Bone Show, uh, who came on board last season, who uh, is his daughter's mom. His daughter's name is Lily. And uh, Heather passed away um, on uh, August 26th of 2021 uh, through a tragic accident. So I'm going to dedicate this show to Heather and her memory. And Lily, uh, keep your head up. Mama J-Bone, we love you to death, man. And we're going to end this week on a moment of silence and respect for Heather and to her family. So to all of our fans, followers, and supporters, keep looking out for us. We love you guys. And we'll see you guys next week, all right? One double zero. Peace.